now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. Doing what we do every week, coming to you with a handful of crazy music. Yep. That's stuff that we just dig up and we find out stuff about it. And, and we, weird stories. Weird stories. Go and along we, with it. We put it on the radio. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of what we do. That's what we do. You know, people ask us, they say, Derriers. Exactly. What is Americana music? We do get asked that a lot, don't we? <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I think they expect us to actually know. Well, right. Or like, you know, or some kind of authorities. Yeah, uh, we, yeah right. Yeah. Oh, you guys have a radio show. You must know. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, we have a we have a definition, which is really more of our opinion. It's an opinion. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's correct. But we think that it's music with... Distinctive American, American roots. roots, and that's a pretty broad palette. Well, yeah, it uh, you know it kind of opens it up. I mean, it could be a lot of different things. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be jazz. It could be rockabilly. It could be Hawaiian, Tex-Mex, ragtime, uh, Motown, barbershop. It could be show tunes. It could be cocktails, gospel. It could be electronic. It could even be old timey. But you know what we really like to talk <laughs> oh, about? Oh, we love the because name. Now that we've dug the hole here. Yeah. Yeah. We love Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yes, yeah. we do. And having said that, we need to do more Boogaloo. We do. We do. We just keep saying that, and we haven't done it well, recently. Well, we you know, there's been so much other fun stuff. Like Boogaloo kind of That is true. Shoved the back. But. Well, that's because the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up every week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guys. That's guy. the only rule. And uh, we parse them out one at a time. We take turns starting the show. And we figured out a while back that the easiest way to remember who goes first was... I start the odd number shows. It makes sense. Yeah, you get the even numbered shows. That's right. And since this is uh, episode number one forty one, yeah, it's your turn. I want to go, man. Let's hear it. Okay, you know I mentioned something in the in the warm up here about songs that we do and that we haven't done enough of lately, and that's Hawaiian music. You're right. You know. And, you know, we've talked a lot about our background. I mean, we've been playing Hawaiian music with a bunch of dancers for over 30 years now. Yeah, yeah. Not as much as I'd like to, but it's always a great deal of fun. Oh, it is. And a while back here, it's been a couple of years now, uh, the girls came up with a song they really loved. Mm-hmm. And they wanted us to learn how to play it. And we just haven't gotten to it yet. Right. Uh, but uh, we were at a gig once, at, and they were dancing and all, and we were taking a break, and we were playing background music. Right. And that song came up. Right. And they just flew out of their chairs and started dancing. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> and so I yeah. figured, well, we, we, ought to, we ought to check that song out. So I That's did. a great I, song. I, I went and looked it up. And uh, the, the name of the band is these three girls that have been in high school. They call it Na Leo Pilimahana. And that's a shortened version of the original name, but the, some guy you know named him that. But they uh, they got, got into high school talent contest in 1984, and they played this their, an original tune called "Local Boys," and it became a smash hit. Wow! I mean, it was huge. It's still one of the best selling uh, songs ever 
that come out of that market. Uh, and the, uh, the I like the, they're all talking about their the local their local guys, right? Right. And the first line of the song is "Blue eyes and blonde hair don't thrill me." <laughs> so that's great. That's attitude, man. Right yeah. there. Anyway, uh, so they've been at it for uh, 36 years, and they have recorded and performed more than 20 number one hits over there. And okay. So they're still at it, man. They're the real deal, too. They play their own instruments, uh, guitar, upright bass, and ukulele. And, uh, it's, and listen, this is just a fun song. It kicks off really good. So they recorded this song in, in 2008. So the name of the band is Not Leo Pilmihana, and the song is called Do the Hula. That's a great tune. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And we started on that. We just need to get back. Let's see. Yeah, we need to revisit that. Finish it. We can do that. that. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I, I was reading up on them, and they have shortened the name now even further. Okay. Uh, they now they just uh, go by Na Leo, and the uh, tr- uh, the uh, translation is the voices. So it's, oh, it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Rod. It's your turn. Okay. Uh, last show, uh, I did uh, played a tune by the Two Man Gentleman Band. Yes, you did. Remember that? Uh huh. And uh, in talking about them, they said that uh, they kind of compared them to uh, the group Slim and Slam. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, of course, I had of course, to look into to Slim, look and Slim and Slam. And Slam. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and man, what fun these guys are. They were, uh, it was a musical partnership in the late 30s and early 40s, uh, consisting of obviously two guys, Booley Slim Galliard, who did vocals, guitar, vibes, and piano. 
and Leroy Elliott Slam Stewart, who did bass and vocals. So they did, uh, you know, mostly novelty jazz things, um, uh, which featured Slim's distinctive vocal style, vocalese, scats, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, hipster nonce words and stuff like that. Uh, Sam um, uh, Elliott played piano, and then uh, Gus Dobson played drums on most of their stuff. But their their biggest hits were Flatfoot Flugie with the Floyd Floyd. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's a great tune. And uh, I think one of the big bands did that. Uh-huh. Uh, Cement Mixer and the Grove Juice Special. Grove Juice Special? Yeah. Okay, that one I <laughs> so, haven't heard of before. Yeah. Well, it, uh, Charlie Parker actually uh, recorded with them oh, no at, kidding. At, at some time early on. So um, I, I, I kind of started looking through their stuff, and I found a song uh, they recorded in 1938, which was Tutti Frutti. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, that, uh, it said that uh, Little Richard's song, Tutti Frutti, is actually loosely based on their, I on was that wondering song. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, we're, we're going to give it a, a, a listen from 1938. Slim and Slam doing Tutti Fruity. Now, I don't want vanilla. I don't want chocolate. Bring me some of that good Tutti Fruity. Tutti Fruity Fruity. Tutti Fruity Fruity. Tutti Fruity Fruity. Fruity, fruity, fruity one for me. Fruity, fruity, fruity. Fruity, fruity, fruity. Fruity, fruity, fruity. Fruity, 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 Bring me some tutti frutti. 
you bring me some fruity fruity. Them guys are having some fun. They certainly are. Yeah, that was fun. Fun little trip. Oh man, that but was good. Leo, bring us back in. I'm uh, boy. That's going to be hard. <laughs> okay, but um, I'm going to talk to uh, tell you about this gal named Linda Martell, and uh, that was her not her given name. Okay, she was renamed. Her, her given name was Thelma Bynum. Actually, I could see why she might want to change I, it. Well, there you go. Uh, and she was uh, she had a she was born in uh, South Carolina, and growing up, her father played nothing but country music in the house, and so she uh, grew up listening to nothing but country music. Right, good old wow. good old school country, and uh, so she ended up uh, starting a band later on called the Anglo's. Now, all of this is kind of interesting considering the fact that she was African American. Okay. <laughs> all right. And so before Charlie Pride and all these other guys, uh, here comes Linda Martell. Okay. And it's it's a great story, and it's kind of sad, too, because she really never got the recognition she deserved. She never quite made it over the hump, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but she set a lot of records along the way. She was discovered, actually, um, by uh, – she was singing country music on Air Force Base, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, this this guy named Shelby Singleton uh, heard her doing it, and he signed her to his Nashville label in 1969. And she had a big hit right off the bat with a song call, uh, called uh, Color Him Father, which is pretty interesting, too. And I listened to that one, too. But it became a charting single on the Billboard charts, and um, she came out with her album the following year in 1970. And she made a lot of television uh, stuff. She was on uh, the Bill Anderson show. She was on Hee Haw. And, the, she, and she was the first um, African-American woman uh, to uh, appear on the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, cool. As well. So, man, she really blazed a trail. Yeah. Uh, now, Charlie Pride, you know, had, you know, he was one of her contemporaries, but he, he had a lot more success than she did. And you sure. could say there's an issue there, you know. Uh, but she never let it get it on. She just kind of worked and working. And um, she finally just kind of walked away from it. So at one point, she uh, she had several different jobs, including entertaining on a cruise ship. And she had a little record shop. And then she moved back to South Carolina to be closer to her children. And she made a better living by becoming a bus driver. Oh, wow. For their school district, right? Yeah. That kind of okay. hits pretty close to home, doesn't it? Sure. And our stepdad did that. And uh, so a lot of people didn't even realize that she had been this person, except the principal did. Oh, wow. And uh, he, he they had a high school assembly, and a principal spoke of her earlier work. He said, others study about black history. We have black history right here on our own school. Which is pretty darn cool. That is great. Anyway, she did several uh, good tunes, but I'm going to do one that uh, actually uh, Freddie Fender had a big hit with it seven years later. Okay. Right? Uh, and uh, she recorded it in uh, 1969, and it's called Before the Next Teardrop Falls. If she brings you happiness, then I wish you both the best. It's your happiness that matters. Most of all But if she ever Breaks your heart If the teardrops Ever start I'll be there Before the next Teardrop falls Although it hurts To let you go Darling I want you that I'll stand by you if you ever call. And if 
What do you think about that? Ah, uh, she's got a great voice. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, Roger, it's back to you. Okay. Well, in my stumblings, you do um, stumble a lot. I, I, I stumbled upon a, a group called Naomi and her handsome devils. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I'm like, I got to check this out. So, uh, Naomi Uyama, she was an international swing dance dance champion, swing, a dancer. Yeah. Okay. So swing dancer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And uh, from Minneapolis, Minnesota, of all places. Yeah. Okay. And she was searching for the perfect band. She said, original but authentic, in the pocket, but bring in the party. <laughs> okay. And, and so she put together this band. There's uh, three horns in it, uh, the uh, three-man rhythm section, and uh, drummer. Uh, so, you know, a nice big band, big, great sound. And um, they, uh, she brought people in from all over the U.S. You know, um, I think I had it listed here somewhere. Uh, New York City. New York City. New York City. Uh, New Orleans. Uh, you know, so yeah. anyway. Uh, but, man, I really like their stuff. Uh, I kind of had it. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to pick uh, from the album called The Devil's Music. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be appropriate. Just because I wanted to. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but I picked from the, uh, the the self-titled album, Naomi and Her Handsome Devils from 2014. The song is Wham, Rebop, Boom, Bam. <laughs> Wham, Rebop, Boom, Bam. Wham, rebop, boom, bam I'm a killer deal like yes I am Wham, rebop, boom, bam When you learn it you'll be proud Wham, rebop, boom, bam Join the crowd and swing out loud Some folks say swing won't stay And it's how you know But I can prove it's in the group And they don't know what they're talking about Wham, rebop, boom, bam Easy to do like the Susie Q Wham, rebop, boom, Wham, 
answer, yeah, huh? That's swinging right there, Yeah, baby. man, yeah. That's, that's cool cut. Good stuff. All right. Oh, hey, Roger, look at the time here. Yeah, we are out of time for yeah. this segment. Yeah, you can move on. Uh, well, speaking of that, tomorrow is moving day. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. So we need to go out, police the area, uh, clean okay. up the trash. Empty uh, the cat box, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll get it, Ardmore, just... Calm down. He is getting a fussy, isn't he? A little bit. Yeah. Okay, all right. A little demanding. Easy, so there you go. And, um, uh, of course, we have to check that left, left rear inside, inside duel. Yeah. And since it's an odd-numbered show, Leo, I'm afraid it's uh, your oh. turn. So why don't you go over in the corner there and okay, suit up. Okay, i got to get suited up, uh, yeah. Have the, you seen my catcher's um, shield thing? I'm, I don't touch that stuff. It, okay. It, it's dripping with fear. It is. It, just, yeah. it smells like fear. It does smell like fear. Okay, and, fine. And, and I don't want to be part of it. Fine. I'll just okay. remember that you sent me out there. <laughs> go on. Okay, fine. Okay, you okay. go do that. I'll take care of uh, what I got to, and we'll be back in a minute. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, we're back. Yeah. How you doing? I had a little scare. Oh, uh, yeah? You know those kids in the camper next door? Yeah. I was filling up the tire. Right. It was two pounds down. Okay. They lit a firecracker. <laughs> It scared the bejesus out of me. Best $10 I ever spent. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, boy. Had I known. Well, I... Jeez. So, right. so is the, uh, oh, is the outfit further stained? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to take a break and go change here in a minute. There's a laundromat at this place. Like, I don't know. If I don't there is know. Or not. If there's or not. I don't. There might be a creek. You I was going to say, I have to go down there and watch. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I guess having said that, we we are uh, camping at um, uh, what we thought was Goofy Ride, Illinois. See, I expected yeah. to get here and to be like a big roller coaster, I a theme park, yeah. a theme park, something yeah. like that. But no, as it turns out, it, it's actually Goofy Ridge, Goofy Ridge, Illinois, Illinois. Yeah, and again, it's one of those kind of unincorporated places, you know. But yeah, I'd but say it, there's again, and there's not a lot here. No, I'd say that. Now listen. It, it, I was talking to some guys about it, you know, uh-huh. because it, they like to come up here and shoot off their guns, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> there goes that firecracker. <laughs> and um, now, listen, years back, a long time ago, they just called it the Ridge, right? And it was a camp near the riverbank where moonshiners and other carousers met weekly to do their drinking, okay? Okay. And uh, after some serious drinking one night, a local game warden said he wasn't too drunk to shoot a walnut off the head of a volunteer. Oh, <laughs> so, so naturally, somebody was drunk enough to volunteer, you know? <laughs> so, so the game warden placed this little nut on this volunteer's head. Aimed his twenty-two rifle and shot the nut right off the top of his wow. head. And it was, and it, the caper was called by a witness. One damn goofy thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and the camp was after after named Goofy Ridge. Wow, well, that's the background. That's appropriate. Well, a lot of people though used to come up. It was a well-known place to come up, you know, and drink and shoot your guns off. Uh, Al Capone. They said used to come up here and do that. I guess so, he had guns to shoot. Well, he had target practice to work. <laughs> so, wow. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. Well, interesting. Well, I, I, you know, uh, we've got a couple pictures. Yeah, and uh-huh. I'll post them on our website to prove that's a real place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we thought there was a convenience store, but 
it, it apparently was closed. <sighs> I'll post a picture of that. Too. Yeah, that's a, that was kind of a disappointment. That was a real disappointment. Because we're running low on white bread. Well, I know we are. Bologna, yeah. and uh, we need to do some shopping. Yeah. Okay. So, well, we'll figure it out. Okay. Well, uh, you know, people ask us, they say... Derriers, uh, you know, we're really not sure what you're doing. <laughs> we're uh, not really sure or, what we're doing either, or why, or why. Uh, but uh, but you're you're out there. You're driving all over this great country of ours. Uh, you know, not going to the greatest places. Uh, no, you know, especially uh, now it's kind of aimless. I mean, it's you know. pretty aimless. Yeah, uh, uh, but we are looking going to weird town names. So That's we're true, probably yeah. begging for it. Really, when you stop to think about it, we are mm-hmm. definitely begging for it. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Hey, oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So. so, you know, but unlike our compadres uh, on Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called ranches. ranches. Yeah. And they get to do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. That's true, yes. And, uh, you know, and, and, and for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rockin' Diamond Dar Ranch. Where is that, Roger? Leo, it's in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yeah. Alan Gailey has the Swingin' Gate Ranch yes. out there in western Kansas. Uh-huh. We've been there. Orrin Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derrieres, by the way. He checks everything. Yes, and he's good at it. Uh, He has the Rock and Banjo Ranch out there in uh, central Kansas. Right. And and we were whining about the fact that we didn't have a ranch until our pal Suzanne set us straight. Right. And she said, look at it this way, guys. You've got the entire continental United States. Exactly. You've got it border to border, ocean to ocean. Mm -hmm. You could say you have a ranch. Without Without fences. fences. That's correct. And we ride that range in our RV called... She takes us everywhere we want to go. Yes, she does. And she takes us to some places we should not go. <laughs> we shouldn't. We wish she That's maybe had fault. some artificial intelligence no, and just uh, not let us go places. Our own but. intelligence may be artificial at this point. We don't know. <laughs> Good we point. Don't know. Yes. Well, Leo, um, I do believe it's your turn. You know, we um, we are, our band, um, the main band that we play in, uh, 312's West. Yeah. Straight Ahead Cowboy Band. You bet. You know. And um, we on this show, we feature cowboy music, Western music, we swing, blues, jazz, whatever. Uh, but I, I decided like, we have never featured a song that members of Western Writers of America chose as the greatest Western song of all time. Wow. And I am talking about a song that actually had three different names depending on who you looked at it. Uh, one of them was called Ghost Riders. Okay. One of them called it Ghost Riders in the Sky, and it's also been known as a cowboy legend. Okay. Different titles, right? Okay. Now, the, it was interesting because um, it, was, uh, it was written, it was recorded in 1949 for the first time by a guy named Vaughn Monroe. Yeah. All right? Big band singer. Big band actually. singer. Right. That's right. And here's the, the, the background on the thing. is kind of interesting. Um, the guy that wrote it was named Stan Jones. Okay, and he was uh, born in Douglas, Arizona, and grew up on a ranch. His father was a physician and one of the first settlers in Cochise County, Arizona, where we have been. Yeah. We did an event down there one time. A couple times. When his father died, his mother moved the family to L.A., and then he earned a master's degree in zoology from the University of California at Berkeley. He competed in rodeos to make money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1934, he dropped out had to go uh, join the U.S. Uh, United States Navy. I mean, the guy was doing it. After his discharge, he worked a lot of jobs, including a miner, a firefighter, and a park ranger. 
He was just checking them off the list. He was checking them off I the list. I wouldn't be a firefighter. Okay. Now his, did that. His, his, most, his most famous song they wrote, we're talking Ghost Riders in the Sky, right? Mm-hmm. He wrote that when he worked for the National Park Service in Death Valley, California. Okay. And the circumstances were he was a guide. He was assigned as a guide to a group of uh, Hollywood scouts who were looking at potential locations for films. Okay. To shoot cowboy films. And um, so the, the guys uh, asked him, well... What, do you, what would you say is a good, you know, campfire song? The, what would the cowboys sing? And he said, well, I got this song I wrote. And he played it for them. And they're going, uh, that's a really good song. Oh, wow. So he, uh, he, he, he told the guys, he said, well, he had been told the story when he was 12 years old by an old Native American who resided northeast of uh, Douglas, Arizona, right, which is a border town, a few miles behind D Hill. And uh, he, the Indians, I think they were Apache, uh, believe that when souls vacate their physical bodies, they reside as spirits in the sky, resembling ghost riders. Hmm. And so uh, he was telling this story as a, as a young to his friend, uh, Wayne Hester, and they were looking at the clouds, and he told the story, and then years later, he wrote the lyrics for the song, and boom. I'll be darned. Now, he made no bones about the fact that the melody was based on the uh, song, When Johnny Comes Marching Home. Oh, seriously? He, he, yeah. he did, it wasn't an accident. Oh, know, okay. Which a lot of people thought he just actually knocked it off, but he didn't. But that is why uh, Bob Nolan with the Sons of the Pioneers did not record the song. Initially. Initially. He thought it was a knockoff. You know, mm-hmm. It was, but he just thought maybe it was, you know, plagiarized, whatever. So guess who's first at the table with a song? I'll do it. <laughs> Vaughn Monroe. Yeah. Picked that it up. big voice. And of all the song, uh, uh, performances of the song I saw listed, the Sons of the Pioneers version wasn't even in the top ten. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, they were latecomers. They were latecomers. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So there's the backstory. Cool. On the whole thing. So let's play it, man. Uh, Von Monroe with his big voice. And by the way, if you're familiar with the song, you may not. He cha- Some of the way he did it has been changed over the years. And you'll okay. hear those changes as we go. Uh, this is version recorded in 1949. An old cowpoke been riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw a plowing through the ragged skies and up a cloudy draw. Still on fire and their hooves were made of steel Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry Faces gaunt, their eyes were blurred, and shirts all soaked with sweat. They're riding hard to catch that herd, but they ain't caught them yet. Cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky. On horses snorting fire as they ride on near their cry. 
The devil's herd across these endless skies. riders in the Western song of all time, right that's, there. That's a classic for sure. Yeah, it really is. All right, Roger, it's your turn. Um, okay, again, stumbling around. Uh, I, <laughs> We're gonna have to wrap you up in bubble wrap or something. No, no, I find great stuff when I stumble around it. I can take the face and bruises. Face, face, face. First in it, there you do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I ran across a guy named Ukulele Mike. Okay. Now, um, his name was Mike Lynch. I couldn't find a whole lot about him. Um, but uh, apparently there's this one album out there, and um, he received a B.A. in music education from St. Martin's University and a second B.A. in composition from the Cornish School of Allied Arts in Seattle, Washington. The guy was a teacher. Okay. Okay. Uh, just kind of a regular guy, taught, taught classroom music for over 40 years from preschool through university, so he taught all, all, all mm-hmm. ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, multi-instrumentalist and a composer of worship music. So uh, um, he uh, he's seen and followed by thousands of people globally because he did uh, YouTube instructional videos. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently he passed away unexpectedly in 2018. Was he on air at the time? Or <clears throat> did this? I don't think so. Okay. But he loved playing the ukulele and just about any other instrument to get his hands on. He considered himself a teacher rather than a performer and strove to make music accessible to students of all levels. So he's kind of a regular guy, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and great ukulele player. So uh, from his album, Ukulele Mike, from 2007, Ukulele Mike doing Molly Brown Medley. <laughs>
there you go. He's, he's good. He's good, man. He really is good. He was a good find. I'm glad I found uh, yeah. ukulele Mike. And you know what's funny, Roger? How many of the people that we feature and people that got into music have teaching in their background someplace? Oh, sure. You know, yeah. either either during, before, or after, you know, they end up as teachers. That makes yeah. sense to me. I'm a terrible teacher. Oh, so. you are. I wasn't yeah. going to say anything. I wouldn't teach. Roger, I can't teach anything either. Uh, well, you can't learn much. Well, that's true. <laughs> You're not a good I student could, either. I could be trained. <laughs> yes, you can be. You <laughs> can be. I've been successfully trained to do a lot of menial tasks. That's true. Well, where are we going now, Leo? The other vi- than just around in circles. <laughs> this, this is show number 141. Yes. On our very first show... Mm-hmm. Very first show. We had no idea we were going to do 140 some odd shows at no, the time. Every true. week we've been doing a show. And on our very first show, one of the songs I picked to put on was a John Prine song. That's right. And it was a tune that he did with Iris Dement. Mm-hmm. Show number one. And uh, the, ta- the, uh, the song was called In Spite of Ourselves. Yep. Okay. Now, the pe- people that, you know, own the network or whatever, they, they were kind of previewing on there going, mm, well, mm, boy, you know, just a little... somebody listening for the very first time. Yeah, they might get their idea. It was probably good advice. It's, that's true. Yeah. We haven't put it back on, though. I mean, you know. No, that's okay. We've been told once, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so we, we put... With uh, different it, song. It, in a town this size. In a town this mm-hmm. size. And uh, we haven't featured John Prine since then. And we... Probably should. We probably should, and we have lost John since then. We have, uh, unfortunately, and and uh, so I ran across the song, and I've liked it for the first day I heard it. Roger, this uh, was the first, uh, the last song he actually uh, recorded. Oh wow! Before he passed away, and this is actually a, a audio from a, a video shoot that he did. Very very quiet, subdued things, right? But it's a beautiful tune, man. And uh, it's John Prine. He's doing this song he wrote called I Remember Everything. All right. I've been down this road before. I remember every tree. Every single blade of grass holds a special place for me. I remember every town And every hotel room And every song I ever sang On a guitar out of tin I remember everything Things I can't forget The way you turned and smiled on me On the night that we first met And I remember every night Your ocean eyes of blue How I miss you in the morning light Like roses miss the dew I've been down this road before Alone as I can be Careful not to let my past Go sneaking up on me Got no future in my happiness The regrets are very few Sometimes a little tenderness Was the best that I could do 
I remember everything Things I can't forget Swimming pools of butterflies That slip right through the net And I remember every night Your ocean eyes of blue How I miss you in the morning light Like roses miss their dew I miss you in the morning light Like roses miss their dew Yeah, that's a treasure. That's nice. Yeah, that's a treasure we yeah. lost right there. Hey, Roger, we uh, we're running out of time. We're out of time for this segment. Yeah, and this is you know this is where we generally do our apologetic beer run. Yeah. to the neighbors, but uh, you know the, the guys next door are pretty cool. They are, the, well, except I, for that kid with a firecracker. Well, yeah, I liked him, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, but but they're up here, uh, you know, shooting their guns. They're shooting guns. Yeah. And so it's a good enough reason to maybe stay on good terms with them. I think you're exactly right. So rather than an apology beer, let's just take them a beer. Let's just march right up there. What do you say? Okay. And are you ready? Okay. Get the beer. All right. My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. East side, west side, and up, down, and down. Rheingold Extra Dry Beer is the beer of great renown. Friendly, freshening Rheingold, always happily dry. The clean, clear taste you want in beer is in Rheingold Extra Dry. From Lexington to Madison and on both sides of Park, they ask for Rheingold Extra Dry before and after dark. From Coney to Connecticut on Flatbush Avenue. From Jersey scenes way up to Queens, they sing as millions do. My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. Friendly, freshening, and happily dry beer. Dry means clean and it's clear. Dry means thirst-quenching beer. Join the millions who buy Rheingold beer. Extra dry. Okay, look out. We're backing up. We are backing up. And we didn't take out a trash can this time, so yeah. that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's not not a whole lot here. Nobody so, would put, yeah. if we did it, nobody would probably yeah. know. They probably they probably shoot holes in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it could be. It could happen. <laughs> you laugh, he uh, said. I, yeah, I'm laughing uh, out of fear. That's right. Uh, well, you know, uh, this is the part of the show where we just get right down oh, we and beg. we beg people. You know, I mean, I, I've been putting stuff on the website while we're doing the show. And uh, is we anybody looking? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. You know, but know. so, you know, we just go go check it out if right. you would, you I know. Mean, I mean, what it will take? I mean, I mean you know. it doesn't take that much time. No. You're, all you're doing is you're acting like you're working and uh, you're looking or, at shopping, Amazon. shopping on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. you know. So take, take a few minutes. Take a, take a peek. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, so, of course, the, uh, the website uh, for this uh, show is... TheDairyers.com. And we, we make this point. Yep. It's like a public service. Yes. We couldn't get Darriers.com, could we? Well, no. No. We I, got, there's probably a reason. There's probably a reason. <laughs> because. Because somebody else already got it. And, yeah. And that's why we call ours TheDairyers.com. And it's very important that you put the. Yeah. If you forget it, I promise oh, you will never forget no, it. No, you will never yeah. forget it again. again. So. There you go. Public service uh, announcement. And, of course, the, the website for the band is... Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three on the front there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can go there to, well, just look at what we're up to. We post our schedule up there. We have some merch. What yeah, they call merch? merch. Stickers. And uh, we t-shirts. have our album, T-shirts. Yeah. So, yeah, go take a look. 
Well, we're pretty sure, uh, you know, if you go to either of our websites, uh, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's true. And if you look at it, we think you'll be contented. contented. But boy, there's getting to be more and more. So you could become confused, confused. in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll get you straightened out. And we've told you how to do that now. Well, yeah, there's contact us tabs on both websites. There you go. Or you can get right to us uh, with our email addresses. That's true. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, mm-hmm. no, no R, no, what is it? It's Roger at, no, it's Leo <laughs> at thederrieres.com. Wow. You know, it took me a while to get if there. they find it after that, after that they're yeah. going to be persistent. They get a, get a prize. You know, the other thing is if you go to thederriers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and from there you can listen to uh, any of our past episodes. That's or, true. Or download them and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. Yeah. I, somebody's going to have to jump uh, on that. Somebody will do it one Yeah, I'm days. sure they will. You know, hey, the other thing is, though, you can also find any of our past episodes on... Spotify. Spotify. Yes, yeah, Spotify. Like Spotify. I don't like Spotify. But it's on some other platforms too. You can find it on Stitcher. I like to say Spotify. Yeah. You know, it's one and of those and words. it's also on TuneIn. Sometimes I just go Spotify. Yeah, I die a lot. That's right. I do. Uh, it's also, it's actually on Amazon Music. And just to be serious, it can be on Spotify. Yeah. Okay. But it's also on iHeartRadio. And guess what? <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Thank you, Leo. You're welcome. I'm still not convinced you're not getting money from him. I wouldn't do something like yeah. that without telling you, maybe. Right. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the, the derriers. Thanks, Mike. We yeah, appreciate Mike. that. All right. Okay, let's see. Where are we, Roger? I believe it's your turn, isn't it? It is my turn. Okay. And this is a guy I'm surprised we have not featured, but it's uh, David Bromberg. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a monster. And, and you know, I was bouncing around listening to, to some stuff, and, and I ran across this album of his. Man, oh, man, is it is it crazy good. Uh, just a little background on him. People probably know a lot about him. Born in 1945, and he was born in uh, New York. Uh, attended Columbia College of uh, uh, Columbia University in the 60s. Studied guitar with Reverend Gary Davis. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And he taught him how to play uh, rhythm and lead at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but uh, he uh, was proficient on f- fiddle, acoustic and electric guitar, pedal and steel guitar, dobro, and he did a lot of session work with Jerry Jeff Walker and uh, Bob Dylan. Right. He was one of Bob Dylan's favorite guys. So, um, but this album that I found, uh, it, it's uh, from uh, 1975. It was his fourth album called Midnight on the Water. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's really, uh, they, they say it was genre-hopping smorgasbord of bluegrass, <laughs> country, 50s pop, and Celtic fiddle tunes. Wow. It's just all over the board. Uh, ten cover tunes and one original. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it all, and, you know, just a great cast of players. But listen to the backup singers that okay. were on this. yeah. Bonnie Raitt, mm-hmm. Lou Harris, mm-hmm. Linda Ronstadt. I knew you were going to say Linda. Go ahead. Doyle Lawson. Ricky Skaggs and Lynn Hardy. Wow. So uh, I, I had a hard time. There's one great um, uh, song on there, but it's like six minutes long called <laughs> Yankees Revenge. But he does a great version uh, of this next tune from Midnight on the Water, 1975. David Bromberg Band doing Dark Hollow. I'd rather be stuck in some dark hollow. Where the sun refused to shine Then a beam 
I'd rather be stuck in some dark harbor Where the sun refused to shine Than to be stuck in New York City In a small room with you on my mind So blow your whistle freight train Yeah, that guy's just band. consistently good about yep. everything you do. Okay, Leo, what uh, do you got? Uh, the the humans. What? Yeah, it's a band called the Humans. I got into this streak of uh, garage bands, right? Uh-huh. And there's a whole thing about garage bands out there. These particular guys, they were from Albion, New York. Okay. And um, they were popular in that area. Didn't really get out beyond that very much. Uh, but they did play a lot around the Northeast. And they had a regional hit called uh, Take a Taxi. And on the backside of it is a song I was going to feature. It's called Warning. And that song was highly regarded by aficionados of garage band music, right? Okay. But they yeah. called themselves humans. It was a humorous comment on the trend of bands being named after insects and animals in the fashion of British invasion groups such as the Beatles and the Animals. Oh, yeah. We'll just be the humans. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's great. I like their approach, man. I do, too. Anyway, it's a, it's a cool song, Straight Ahead Garage Band, right? It's, uh, it's the humans from 1966, a song called Warning.
Now, there you go. That's oh, some boy. Garage Band rock right That's there. That's Garage Band, baby. There you go. Headbanger. Hey, you know what? It's We're out of time. Yeah, we're out of yeah, time. Yeah, we're out of time. So, uh, we got to figure out where we're going. That's right. We got to throw uh, the dart. Got to throw the dart. And uh, figure out. So, uh, uh, your turn to throw the dart. I'll okay. get the map. Get the map way in the back. Look out, Florida boy. Okay, there. Oh, there he is. Come on, it's there. All right. Okay, you get the dart. Oh, the dart. Spoon yeah, it's drawer two. Yeah. Okay, careful now. Uh, got it? I got it. I got it. I got All it. All right. Get in the I'm circle. Ready. You ready? Uh huh. I'm ready. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Whoa, oh, whoa. We went down. Oh, we're in Texas, man. Oh, Texas. Okay. Get out uh, the funny stuff. Okay, yeah, here's the weird uh, town names. Town names from, from the Texas. Texas. Yeah. Okay, what do you, where do you want to oh, go? Oh, this is a town mom said I should never run with. Okay. Scissors. Oh, <laughs> Scissors, Texas? Scissors, Texas, man. Well, let's go. Yeah, heck yeah, why not? All right. All right, Raj. Well, uh, fun show, Leo. This has been a weird one, but yes, a fun one has. they usually are. All right. Well, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Remember to look out behind you. It's the Terriers.